Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another <laughs> edition of Love on Purpose. Hey, hey. It's been a long time. We're so sorry. We apologize for our delay in delivery, but the good news is we are back and we have some good stuff that we want to share with you uh, today. I am Jay Johnson. This is Janelle Johnson, and we are the host of this podcast, Love on Purpose. And this month, the month of February, is a very special month because my birthday is February 20th. I'll turn one more year old. One more year old. That's cute. Anyways, how you feeling? I'm good. Are you excited? We're back. People have been asking, where y'all at? What y'all doing? When's the new pod coming out? We're like, okay, it's coming. Yeah, I think it's just... You get into the regular routine of just your everyday life. So, and it's like, we have yeah. to be committed to it. I don't even think we have a routine. I think we're we just <laughs> do things. <laughs> but we said we we're going to get us a family uh, calendar. We need a family calendar. We, we need, need a, a bad. schedule. We need know, one bad. She be getting on me because I supposedly don't tell her when I do things. So. Hey, you'll, you'll be like, Oh, by the way, I'm a coach of a team. What team? And then, oh, we have a practice. Oh, we have a game. Who is this team? Who are these people? Oh, by the way, I'm going to go preach over here. What church? Like, it's just very random. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I have a plethora of examples that I could share, but I won't do that. This is not that episode. It's not that episode. This is an episode where we will show an example of what we think love on purpose is yeah a couple that displays what love on purpose is about and before we dive into that i have a i have something for you what do you have are you like when i say i have something for you does it make you like ooh, like what could it be yeah okay you ready what are you doing (laughs) are you ready yes are you missing anything yes (laughs) <laughs> remember we talked about love never fails man they know that i'm married they know that Sorry. we all they know that i'm doing this with my wife the world is watching i wouldn't be doing At a my podcast church. called love on purpose with any other figure besides my wife my oh and then it's red for the blood hallelujah so at our church, we believe that the ring, the marriage ring, is not only for other people to see that you're married, but it's for a reminder for you. Yeah, I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reminded. Here's your gift. The mortgage sir. reminds me. Huh? <laughs> the bills remind me. Huh? Not that you're married, just that you are responsible. <laughs> I wouldn't have a mortgage no, if I wasn't married. But the you could have your own home. Yeah, but why would I do that? I wanted to, you know. Hey, people establish themselves before they get married. Some, some. Well, I wasn't that person. Yeah, you weren't just because you weren't. Yeah, some people are all way like are advanced. Yeah, that's them. That's lovely. I'm talking about me. My rent was low. (laughs) Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. It's like you would have kept on the low line. Yeah, so I'm reminded (laughs) monthly that oh, I'm, I'm married. And I'm providing for a family. Correct. Okay, I got you. I see your drip. You would have stayed with a very much. The lovely. <laughs> on the low life. The lowly. <laughs> the lowly life that I live. I'm sure that that was a much easier uh, 
lifestyle. Yeah. But that's um, that's neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. Yeah. So um, go ahead, honey. I think you were gonna just kind of. Yeah. How did so, you want me to say that? What we what our plan was today? What our intentions are for yeah, this yeah, episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give the intro. So story. yeah, I, our episode today, um, we have talked about love on purpose. Our hashtag for our wedding was love on purpose, um, and then in our first episode either our first or second episode our first episode we talked about love on purpose and we explained what it was and what we believe love on purpose to be is that the two two people are brought together and this is we are talking in the context of marriage but it doesn't have to be this could be in your business relationships your friendships what is the purpose that the two of you are Mm -hmm. brought together what are these connections and so that in this is that when things happen in these connections is that you're more driven by the purpose. So you're going to have storms come up. You're going to have conflicts. You're going to have things that come up. You're going to have irritations. You're going to have something. But is that the purpose is what's driving you. Yeah. So when everything gets a little shaky and all of that stuff, it's the purpose that's going to keep you in there. The purpose is going to keep you um, determined for you to persevere and stick that thing out. Because as we know, just with marriages or anything, being in love is just not that's not enough correct you know love is not going to always just be enough for you all um, but you're going to need something a little deeper and there's something that if it wasn't for the two of you all connecting it wouldn't happen right you know what i mean so it's like what is the thing that is the purpose the purpose is the intent in which something is done what is the purpose um yeah. for why the two of you are together correct and everyone's purpose may be different Couples absolutely purpose may be different some may be family like there'll be people in your family that have never seen you know a marriage and children being raised in a healthy environment for other people it may be politics it may be business it may be ministry um, it may so, be health. It may be wellness. Yeah. It may be financial literacy. You guys may have the same <clears throat> um, kind of life stories. Right. Um, you know, maybe your story and their story. It, it aligns. You guys kind of have that same kind of background. And it's like, okay, so we went through. We both went through these two different experiences. They may be very similar. What is it that the two of us got from that that we're supposed to carry out and testify to other people? Correct. So that's. The basis of Love on Purpose. And in the month of February, we're going to drop two episodes, both of them highlighting two um, couples, black couples, because this is February and this is Black Black History History Month. Month. Yay! In the month of February, we're going to to, um, kind of talk about two couples um, that we are inspired by that kind of display and definitely is a great example of what Love on Purpose is. Um, And so... Today, our first couple that we'll talk about yeah. is Dr. Martin King Jr. and First Lady Coretta, Coretta Scott, Scott King. King. Yeah. And what a beauty. Yeah, we thought this would be a fitting couple that displays uh, what Love of Purpose is about. Uh, simply because of, of course, during the 60s and the Civil Rights Movement, I'm sure they went through a lot of issues, a lot of problems. Uh, with Dr. King being a public servant, um, with all the, the the threats against his life and his family's, um, you know, racism was 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 at a high peak. All these things that perhaps could be a threat to their marriage and their family, um, but they 
stuck with it. They stuck in there. Uh, Dr. King continued to do his thing. Uh, Sister Coretta Scott was right there beside him. And um, and they were able to literally fulfill uh, goals and, and the purpose that many of us, you know, majority black folks, colored people still um, benefit from today. And so we wanted to kind of look at that um, in, in more detail today. Um, and so I was I forgot what I was working on. And um, I came across this article um, about I was about to say Pastor Trump. <laughs> President Donald Trump, uh, he had released like these articles or these um, FBI files, probably like in 2017, these JFK files related to his assassination or some 200 page document. And so if you are familiar in the 60s, they um, the FBI had something called the COINTELPRO, um, the counterintelligence program. And the FBI would literally spy on people whom they deem to be a threat to the American way of life. Mm -hmm. So they would uh, have spies on um, any leader within the black power movement, the black Panthers, um, the, the, the nation of Islam. And they would like spy on even Dr. King himself, the pastor, Dr. King. And so they would bug his phones. They had tales like people, uh, literally like stalking him you know what i mean uh, have like um cameras and and recorders in his hotel rooms literally spying on this man and his and the work that they do and the idea of the cointel pro was to discredit you know leaders and discredit activists and um they would like uh expose publicly certain details of their private life to discredit them right mm -hmm. um and so in this 200 page document it, it was said um, and um, it was said that Dr. King had extramarital affairs. Mm -hmm. um, Pastor, Pastor Dr. King and his extramarital affairs, and um, and I don't I don't know if this is like a secret anymore. I think it's like mm -hmm. well known now. Um, and he even had like people in the circle who wrote books that kind of talked about you know I mean his lifestyle and the way he lived, and um, and the FBI exposed in detail in this 200 page document there was a segment on the personal life of dr king he just kind of talked about you know his extramarital affairs and when he would go out of town and he would meet up with certain women and all these things and so we thought that this was very interesting yeah considering how when dr king when he died it was his wife coretta scott king who fought to make sure that America had a day to honor her husband. Mm -hmm. Even after she known about the extramarital affairs. After she what? After she known about, after she knew about. Mm -hmm. Never mind. All right, after she knew about uh, these extramarital affairs, she still insisted on making sure that his work was acknowledged, that his work was done, because this was a couple that loved on purpose like she knew i'm sure she knew even in the midst of the marriage what was all that was going on she didn't need no fbi cointel pro counterintelligence program to why, why you say that because women in our intuition yeah i'm sure mm -hmm. okay Go ahead. i'm sure she knew and and in spite of all of that you know she stuck in there in the marriage because she understood that her marriage 
was deeper than just her and Dr. King. A whole generation depended yeah. on them and their love and their commitment and, and, and the work that they were doing. Um, and so what do you think about, you know, all of that, all of that, the fact that Dr. King was a pastor and we all know, like, it's not a secret, like the, I guess the perspective of certain, you know, of that I don't lifestyle. think, but I don't think that's, I don't think it's even about the pastor thing. I don't think that, um, well, not even the pastor, just yeah. a, a leader, a man, a leader, a man in leadership, um, with a wife, a family doing his thing on the side and then his wife still staying in that knowing what's up but understanding like it's bigger than yeah i think that um i think first off i think we have to realize is that dr king was an amazing man and was an amazing leader a, an amazing visionary but not just the vision but he took the action with the vision yeah and i think that him and coretta scott are just a a true example of what this whole love on purpose is, is because from Coretta's standpoint, if we think just from a wife's standpoint, before we even get to extramarital affairs, the fact of how she was committed to her husband and to the civil rights movement. Right. So understanding his assignment, what has he, what he's been anointed to do, and all of the sacrifices. Yes, we highlight all of the sacrifices that he made, but he couldn't have done it without the sacrifices of Coretta Scott King. Yeah. So how she held it down, how scared do you think she was at times when she was in her home alone with her children and there's threats or burning things, you know, house being threatened to be burned down or things like that, but that she still stuck in there and still held it down for their family and still did what she had to do not only for her husband, for him to be able to carry out his assignment, but for the civil rights movement. Yeah. And so I think that we have to remember the wives that are connected to these amazing leaders and the wives that stick in there. And and here's the thing. We don't just talk about Dr. King. Coretta Scott King, she is a big deal because then you can get into the argument of like, are women that are staying connected and doing all of the sacrifices, are they minimizing their dreams? Are they, mm. you know, their dreams? But I think what happens is when you are brought together for a purpose that is way beyond your, just your imagination, right. I think that sometimes you have to realize that you're, you're, you're tied to that assignment too. And so you may have this dream, but really your assignment is this purpose. And so what I think in regards to, if we go into even the extramarital affairs, I think that that's their storm. Mm -hmm. And so, and that's the whole thing of what we're, the whole part of what we're trying to explain is that it's the purpose that has to make you stay. Right. And that, and I'm not, we're not condoning extramarital affairs and that that's okay for adultery and all that stuff. Well, what we are saying, your love will be tested. Mm -hmm. Your marriage will be tested. You're going to have storms. There's going to be something. That was their storm. That was their test. But you can't give up on everything that hits your marriage. Right. Like, if you're out on the first thing, what? Yeah, I mean the whole the whole concept of marriage is to is to last forever. Forever. And they give you the vows and all those vows, um, you know, for better or for worse. And um, we were having dinner with uh, some friends of ours, and um, oh yeah, this was good. And we were talking about you know like 
marriage education and the importance of premarital counseling oh and premarital God. classes. And at and at uh, their church, they exposed like they went through the vows, and you know the vow is for better or for worse. Right. And the vow isn't not your better or not your or not your best or not your worst. It's for better or for worse. The bet the better, the best or the worst. And you may not even imagine or you may not even right. fathom so what, what the worst you, is. What you may think to be the worst may not be the worst. So it's not yeah. just the worst that you can come up with your head. In your head, your worst of what you think for better or for worse, the worst could be I don't know, but it could be beyond that. Right. So it's it's your worst could be something beyond anything that you could ever imagine. But that's what marriage is. You got to be in there for better or for worse. So that's why it is important for you to be married to the right person. Yeah. Because if you have to do better or for worse and not knowing what the worst could be and you're doing it with the wrong person. My Lord. That it could be miserable. And that's why you are People are out like, oh, no, I'm out. I'm yeah. not doing this. So you married to the wrong person, married for the wrong reasons, and then there's no purpose with it. Yeah. It can't, it's, you you don't have anything right. to make it stay. And so when you're trying to get, and what we're trying to get for us, what our whole goal is with this love on purpose is for people to understand there has got to be more than just love. So in the event, Coretta Scott King knew that her purpose was beyond, okay, this this didn't come out. My husband did this. My female intuition is telling me this. If Coretta would have bounced how do we know that the civil rights movement would mm -hmm. have moved at its pace yeah. or would have been as productive as it was if she gave up so easily the first time she had a bomb threat, the first time somebody called her house, the first time somebody put a burning... I'm sure the thoughts was calling the house. Yeah, or... drama. They could have, or, or when people were calling to threaten the life of her children yeah. or leaving when a burning cross is in her yard or when her house is... So, like, if she would have just left off of that, how do we know that we would be in the position that we're in today if it wasn't for Coretta sticking in there and her and Dr. King understanding that it's purpose and it's beyond that? And let me tell you, Coretta is a bad girl. Yeah. And she is a member of my sorority, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Just a little plug. But let me tell you something. She a bad girl because let me tell you something. After all of that and knowing about extramarital affairs, Dr. King has been assassinated. She keep it classy. She keep she's poised. She she a bad girl. She's still going to fight to make sure that his we get a national day to yeah. observe her husband. Yeah. Purpose. But even with the purpose piece on both sides, on Dr. King and Coretta Scott. Yeah. The idea of of sacrificing. Yeah. So Dr. King, his whole his whole thing was civil rights movement. And even even aside from the civil rights movement, just pastoring a church and the sacrifices that it takes to do mm. to make that happen successfully. Yeah. And so here he is spending time studying, researching, writing speeches and sermons, marching, traveling, empowering leaders and civil rights activists, all these things. So, yeah, he had to sacrifice spending time with his wife, spending yeah. time with his kids. He yeah. probably missed baseball games and dance recitals and all these things. <laughs> and. He had to sacrifice all of that to ensure that um, people had their rights and equality in America. 
And then on the flip side, Coretta had to sacrifice her husband. Like her husband wasn't at the home. You know what I mean? Traveling the country, working all kind of hours. And so all both sides of them, both of them sacrificing um, for the purpose that they believe that God had put them together for, which was to ensure that uh, minorities, black people have the rights in this country. And it took and God knew that it's going to take not just Martin King, but also Coretta to come alongside to make sure that took place and it sacrifices. So, yeah, yes, it's important to figure out, you know, what what your goals are, what the purpose is of your marriage, what the purpose is for your family. You know, what I mean, raising children, starting a business, whatever it is, launching into that, taking risk. But then it's also like understanding the importance of sacrificing. Like, what do I have to sacrifice to ensure that? this purpose will be fulfilled. What do I have to sacrifice? What do you think that you have to sacrifice in an attempt to make sure that whatever we believe God has put us together for will be accomplished? You talked about sacrifice today. You preached today. um, And what were you saying about the sacrifice and success? That uh, I made this point that our sacrifice, our survival is rooted in our sacrifice. So if we go, of course, you know, marriages, family, businesses, friendships, we all go through storms, we all go through issues, we all go through problems. Yeah. So the key is understanding um, we can't control our, we can't control the problems that come, but we can't control our response. And yeah. we all want to survive our, when, when problems come. We all, you know, you want your marriage to survive, you want your friendship to survive, you want your business to survive. So the key to surviving when storms come is understanding the power of making a sacrifice. Mm. So you have to ask yourself, like, if I want my marriage to succeed, what do I have to sacrifice? Mm. Is that, do I have to sacrifice time to spend more time with my family, my wife? Like, if I want my business to survive, do I have to sacrifice, you know, rest and sleep? Do I have to sacrifice um, money and my financial gains in order to make sure these things take place? So all of us have to sacrifice something to ensure that, yeah, we, we understand that we were put together for a particular purpose, but it ain't going to come easy. Problems will come. But we have to sacrifice something to make sure that our purpose will be fulfilled. And when and when purpose is fulfilled, who knows how many people will be touched? Okay. Who knows how many people would benefit from the sacrifice that, that you made? Yeah. And so I think that's definitely important. Um, but I do want to kind of move to this aspect of um, the extramarital piece a little bit. Oh, we're still on it. Well, we haven't really touched it. We kind of just, you know, worked around it. But I kind of want to touch it a little bit more. So, like, okay, from a woman's perspective, uh-huh. do you think, like, and maybe this was different even, you know, this is the 60s. So, you know, women were probably uh, expected to stay. Okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. People, you know what I mean? I can, women, I can see women, women weren't really... Uh, I guess pushed into the business world. They weren't, you know, what I mean, they they didn't really have the expectation as as it is today, as far as like being the independent woman, getting your own, starting your own. Um, and so, a lot of times, the wives, all they had was what their husbands provided them for. Okay. So it's like so it's if, almost like that was the culture back then. Right. Okay. That was the culture. So maybe your husband's not Dr. King. Maybe your husband just worked at the post office. So even if your husband just worked at the post office and you found they out. They have great benefits, babe. Well, I'm, okay, they have great benefits. But I'm saying as far as like the magnitude of the civil rights movement, 
You know what I'm saying? As opposed to just maybe just a normal job. Uh, maybe I shouldn't Middle use class. Passover. Maybe just like Middle a normal, regular worker. job. Yeah. Yep. So if that person perhaps was caught in an extramarital affair, maybe that wife, even in the 60s, still wouldn't have left only yeah. because of... The financial stability. And yes, I understand. Yes. So what do I do? So um, do you feel like that has changed drastically today? Oh, do you God, feel, yes. Yeah. People people are, don't have to say. Women are way advanced than yeah. where they were in the 60s. People are are independent. Women, um, when we even talk about owning homes, they own their own home. Sometimes people are getting married and the man might be moving into his wife's home <laughs> yeah. or, you know, she has to sell her home so then they can go buy a home. Women are degreed. They're double degreed. You're talking about women are CEOs and VPs and women are far more ahead than where they were in the 60s. So I think what happens is their tolerance level is becoming like, So what makes a woman more tolerant to stick around um, when finding stuff like that out? In 2019? Like in this day and age? Yeah, in 2019. Um, Because I'm thinking like, perhaps if you were married to someone in the magnitude of that level, perhaps it will be kind of easier to, I don't know, ignore or like pretend as if mm-hmm. things like that aren't happening. Um, but when you're saying like, it's just an everyday, it's not this large platform <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and this man is cheating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's that's going to be hard. Right. That's gonna that that's the worst. That that could be that that could be their worst. Challenging. But I think again, um, people will make mistakes. Yeah. And and again, marriages, your love will be tested. But I think it goes back to the part about did you marry the right person? And I don't think it's this whole thing like, oh, at the first sight I saw him, he was just like, is this the person I was really supposed to be with? Then I think when it comes to, if we're going to go with infidelity, I think we have to figure out, I think there are reasons why people cheat. Mm. And it's not always, and, and let me say this, and I, I am a strong believer in, I don't think everyone's infidelity is based off of the other person. Like some of it could be, well, my Like the person, person that's actually cheating or you mean the person so that they're I'm married saying, to? So I'm saying the person that they're married to, I don't oh, believe okay. it's always the other person, person is lacking this. They don't do this. Sometimes it is some type of behavior of something that is going on internally with right. them. And that's just how it's being expressed. That is how it's being expressed. Again, this goes back to our conversation that we've had before when we were talking on Facebook Live. This is why we have to go to therapy. Yeah individually to figure out what are my issues what are my triggers what are the reasons why i do the things that i do a lot of what we do and what we don't do is based off of our childhood or not just our childhood or just our life experiences so sometimes infidelity is not always the blame of the other person because sometimes that's what people do well my wife she don't do this or my husband he doesn't do this sometimes it's based off of their own insecurity are their own thing that they're going with or their own arrogance, their own pride. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, 
So I think those play a, a big part. I do think it probably is harder in 2019 for women to stay if you're not talking about this large platform and you barely, you just barely, you barely a husband. You barely pay the mortgage. You barely do what you're supposed to do. You barely cook. You barely help. You barely spend time with our family and you have the nerve to step out <laughs> all right it so, would be hard so would it be would it be easier not easier but would you be more understanding for a woman to stay with a man who is providing they're paying the mortgage they spend the time with the family they doing their thing in the community yeah. they are uh doing their thing in the, in the workplace and then they just so happen to step out you know that's logic yes it would be easier yeah because it's like oh he messed up on this but i can look at this and say but he's still doing this right um but we're not com that's still not the command when you marry um for better or for like i don't know i guess speaking outside of like the spirit realm like just regular mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, you would probably be ready to, somebody would be ready to pack their bags. If you ain't, you can't do nothing and you cheating, bruh, right. no, no. But if you are, I'm sure it's easier for spouses to stay when they're right. still meeting the mark on other things. Right. But if you're not meeting the mark on any of the, like the majority of things, then that's the issue. We talked about in a previous episode, your your spouse holds many roles. Yeah. And so they may not be getting it right in one area, but they may be getting it right on the other area. Um, but if you missing all your roles, I'm sure in 2019, <laughs> it is very hard for spouses to stay. And I don't want to just keep using wives because it, you know, infidelity is on both ends. Legit. You know, it's not just men cheating, women cheat. It's, yeah. it's, it's both. So I think it is easier for spouses nowadays to end relationships in marriages because we have so many resources. Right. You know what I mean? Even if you're not a person that is high in corporate America, you still can go and make it. You know right, what I mean? Right, I can right. take my kids. I can get my stuff. Uh, I can go give me a part. I mean, you can just do it. So I think it is. Um, right. And I don't know if we want to spend this episode just kind of dealing with infidelity. But, of course, we know that, that like the act of perhaps you sleeping outside of your marriage, that's it didn't start there. You know what I'm saying? It probably stemmed from okay. maybe even an emotional cheat if you will or some which sometimes can be in my book this is janelle's opinion i almost believe emotional cheating is worse than physical yeah yeah well let's just start right here what does an emotional cheat look like i think when you have this like for real connection with another person yeah. Like you want to share everything with this other person, like maybe your highs or something good happened. I want to talk to them or mm. it's more of a talking thing or we're sharing, we're laughing, anything like that. I think that, I mean, there is this connection right. and it could only, and it may be just verbal. Right. You may not see that person. You may not, um, ever go out with that person they may not even live they may not even be local but you have this connection where you're constantly communicating with that connection. person yeah. it's a connection physical you could do a physical cheat and then physically cheat with someone else the next day but you're mm. not gonna always connect with everybody since we're on this topic of cheating i feel as if 
and I don't know, maybe it's just me, that a woman cheating is probably worse than a man cheating. That's what they say. Because a man can sleep with a woman and... Y'all all, just all, need a hole. You know, we got this saying, we say, well, I can't say it on here. Well, but I mean, you know. Y'all just need a hole. I don't think it matters. Well, the hole matters. Okay. Hole. That's what I said, the hole. The hole, okay. <laughs> um, hallelujah. But... Uh, but but no, yeah, so women, I think if, if a woman cheats, then of course her man may be devastated. Even if that man probably cheated himself, but just under, but just knowing that his woman stepped out and for women, a majority of women, not to generalize, but perhaps for a woman um, to sleep with somebody is an emotional investment. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But for a man to do it, it doesn't, we don't need the emotional attachment. We could just go no. and do our thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That. So, um, and I think it's easier. Women love anyway. Like they love men. The Bible, the Bible commands the man to love the woman. Yeah. The Bible does not command the woman to love the man because the woman, we're already going to love you. Mm-hmm. We're commanded to respect. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, speaking of which, I want to bring that up. But um, so I, I, I do agree that if a woman goes, it's something else that she's needing. Mm. Some emotional thing that they're needing. Most time, women are are are, are saying like, I, "I need attention from my husband. I need, you know." Sometimes I'll just literally follow Jay in the house. He's like, <laughs> "Like, dude, we live in the same house. Where are you going? I'm going to the bathroom." <laughs> <laughs> and I'll say, "But I miss you." And he'll say, "Okay, babe." And I'm sweet going. I'm literally going to the bathroom, Janelle. But it's just we want attention from you. Yeah. Like I just want, I just want your attention. Yeah. You know? So I'm sure so. it was hard for a woman like Coretta Scott King, whose husband, and I'm not sure of his his itinerary, but to, I could imagine Dr. King was out he's, more I'm than sure he, he was, was busy. In. I'm sure he was a busy man. He, I'm sure he was. Yeah. So he's out on tour. He's, you know, speaking again, speaking like organizing marches. marches. Yeah. So he's traveling all over the place, and I and I could imagine. And know this is before cell phones, so it's not like you know he could FaceTime her and text Shoot her the her whole time. Yeah, I'm thinking about you. I'm sure you know. So he, I'm sure she had to wait for phone calls. You know, what I'm saying wait to get a, a message or whatever it was, um, wanting that attention from her husband, and then on top of that to hear the stories that may have been exposed about him. I'm sure it was tough for you know Coretta Scott in that moment. But again, if we talk about purpose, it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be easy. So understanding this marriage and, you know, us coming together, you know, it may be cool for Instagram, but it's more oh, than just. It is so It's more much, than just us. Like, it is so much more than that, y'all. Yeah. And you talk about all this, like, oh, relationship goals or, you Dude, know. Dr. King and Coretta Scott is like the ultimate relationship <laughs> goal. Like, you can make it through all of that. like, And still fight for your husband after his fight. death. Like you understand, like all that stuff that was exposed when he came, when his after he died, and you say, you know what, I'm still gonna fight to make My sure God. all this stuff That's happens. Like, and I think that we, you, y'all, I'm telling you, y'all have to stop getting so like, like almost worshiping people like that are on social media of these relationships. You are seeing 10 second highlights mm. or quick 
photos of what is what they choose to let you see. Right. You and and then what happens is with social media is that then you start self-reflecting like, oh my, all my stuff is horrible. It's not, guys. It's just you have to do the work. And I say anything, if I can say anything to single women is do the work before he comes. Like, or if he does come, still do the work. But do the work. Like, do the work. So if that's you figuring out that's what just single the, people in general. Just like single, yeah, single. Yeah. Just what is wrong with you? Like, know, know what's wrong because there, there's something wrong with you. Ha, self-awareness. Everybody, there's something wrong with all of us. Every single person, there's something Except wrong. Um, Every single person. <laughs> every single person, there is something wrong. Legit. And so you need to figure out what your triggers are. Know yourself. Yeah. Know what's wrong. If you need, I, I don't think it's if. Get yourself in therapy. Um, and then sometimes therapy, you may just have, yours may not be as deep as other people, but you still need to go and do the work so you can figure out, you know, self-awareness and then the tools Correct. so that you can um, be aware. Because <laughs> let me tell you something. When you get married, it's not your boyfriend and girlfriend where you get to hang out with you and then I go home and you don't see the other side. You are all sides all the time. All sides all the time. All sides all the time. I want to say this really quickly because we said something about love and respect and I don't want to forget it. My uh, One of my friends, him and his girlfriend are actually reading a book. It's about love and respect, like what the, the love that the woman needs and the respect that the man needs. And it has a workbook. Mm-hmm. So he sent it to me and I want us to do it. Let's do it. But my phone, I can't tell y'all the real name of it right now, but. Because we're using the phone. Because we're using the phone. But. Is it his needs, her needs or no? Oh, that might be. Is it like red and white? I don't know. I don't know what the cover looks like. I don't know. Okay. But it looks really, really great. And it has a workbook. So yeah. So I just think like any type of resources that people can get legit while you're single and while you're married, dive into that stuff. Just, yeah. just I mean, dive it, into it. I mean, that's what I think when people talk about the work, like that's, that's work right there. Yeah. Because it's not, I mean, like, I don't know. I think when people think of relationships, they don't really think of work. work. You know what I mean? Oh, and then, and, 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 and when we were hands. like, yeah, like this is this is relationship, this. But it's not. It's like no. that's of course in the not like in this era nowadays, social media era, everything is public life. Like whatever you see in public is what you believe, or like whatever you see in public. Like we're more concerned with how people view us publicly than we are of doing the work in the private life. Mm-hmm. Um, but any marriage, any relationship, any business, any ministry. Is the, the what you see in public or what is done in private is going to be a reflection um, in the public sphere. And so we got to make sure that we put the well, we do the work in in the public and in the private so that when we do go public, people are truly inspired and encouraged um, to do the right thing. And so, yeah, we talked about Dr. King and Coretta Scott today and their challenge with, uh, you know, Dr. King and the infidelity, extramarital affairs or whatever it may be. But that's just one challenge. Perhaps your marriage may not be deal. Perhaps your relationship may not be that particular challenge. But there is some challenge that every couple, every marriage, every friendship, every connection is going to have to experience. And so the key is to figure out um, what do we have to sacrifice to ensure that this problem won't take us out? And what do we have and what what is the work that we have to put in to ensure that 
the purpose that God has placed in this couple, in this relationship will be ultimately fulfilled and that other people can be blessed and inspired and encouraged. And that's the example that Dr. King and Coretta Scott King certainly laid out for us. When you talk about love on purpose, like Dr. King and his wife is certainly that ideal couple. That is certainly relationship goals to the fullest that here, here he is. He's doing his work for the kingdom of God, for the community, for black people all over the nation um, in the United States. And then yeah, he, he he's a man. He's going he he had struggles. He had issues that he was struggling and with. And when we say man, we mean human, not just like a man that's an excuse. Right, he's a human. And um but he well, not it's not an excuse, but he he was also a man. You know what I mean? I, I don't want that to make that clear too cuz yes, human but also a man and that you know, and this is probably another episode. Yep, that's But nope. preachers are, you know what I'm saying? They're men. We have real men needs like every other man does. And um and that was his struggle. That was his issue. That was his mistake. And despite of all that, you know, he had a wife at home that made sure that she didn't view him through the lens of his mistake. Like she saw, she still saw um, the man of purpose, the man of assignment, anointing and calling. And she decided to stick with him, the man of purpose, even though this man made a mistake. I'm still going to see him through the lens of his purpose and potential and stuck through it, and we get and, off on work on and, June fifteenth or January fifteenth, whatever it is. And it's a day on, not a day off. And this is the thing <laughs> I will say about that is that what Jay was saying when we look at Dr. King and and Coretta Scott King is that you can't do what they did if is if it's not purpose and it's not even with the right person and so that's why we really really encourage you not to just marry somebody because i've been with them a long time or you know it's the next step um because mm. just because you've been with somebody for a long time that doesn't mean that that's the person that you're connected and that's the person you're supposed to do life with and so um like we said, this was just this particular of their worst, yeah. um, what their what their marriage and what it was tested as. But if we look at it from just a model and how they laid that foundation, we're not saying stick it out just with oh anybody. We're saying stick stick with purpose. Mm. And so if you're with the person you're supposed to do purpose with, you'll be okay when the worst comes. That's and right. so so that's what we're saying. We're not saying stick with just anybody that treats you all any kind of way. We're not yeah. talking about they just abusing you and all that. That's not what we're saying. We're saying stick with purpose. Right. And so this is the example that we wanted to share uh, tonight. And it is a very clear example uh, to us about what we believe when we're trying to explain to you all. And because I think we've been telling you all so much about love and love on purpose, we want to be able to show you guys an example of what we mean by that. Yeah. So this was, I like what you said, um, not just sticking with anybody who's treats you any kind of way, but stick with purpose. And maybe as you're sticking with purpose, that person is treating you like trash in order for you to stick with person. In order you, for you to stick with purpose, you may have to get yourself out of that situation. Yeah. Like you don't want to stick around some with somebody who's constantly treating you like you're nothing when God has destined you to be great. In order for you to stick with purpose, you may have to leave certain people. And I think yeah. that was that was a that was a good point that you had brought up. Like you got to stick with purpose, not yeah. just with. 
people, but with purpose. And I think you'll know when you're not, y'all, you will know when you're not in the right situation. That Holy Spirit, for those of us that have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, when when that Holy Spirit will speak, it will just be tugging at you. And when you know God has so much more for me than this. I, I have this thing that I say, I say, surely God loves me more than this. And so you have to just think in those people, For I mean, I'm speaking to people that are not yet connected to their purpose mate. And so I'm speaking to those that may still be in a relationship that may not be the one yet. And you'll know. Yeah. You'll and know. I think if you're with the person that you're supposed to do purpose with, that per- that person won't intentionally put mm. you in that toxic toxic situation. Absolutely. Like, of course, everybody gonna make mistakes. Everybody Absolutely. gonna have their struggles. Everybody Absolutely. gonna have their issues. But the person that you're supposed to do purpose with won't intentionally treat you like you just like treat you, you treat like you like you trash. trash like that. Did you the, the trash too? I did. But that person is supposed to empower you for you to become your best, so that both of y'all can ultimately do what what you're supposed to do. And so, um, purpose is the goal. Like that is what all of us should be striving uh, to pursue and ultimately fulfill. And and you can pursue and fulfill purpose even before your person comes. Absolutely. And 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 in your pursuit of the purpose, God and life will ensure that the people, the resources, and everything you need will come so that you can make that happen. And um, so yeah. That was that's it. That's all we got. I'm sorry, guys, that my. I, I broke a nail earlier today, so I know that was a distraction. Oh, wow. But yeah. Did you see that? I just saw that. Yeah. Um, that was good stuff. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, make sure you subscribe to the podcast channel. Make sure that you... Uh, like it. Like it. Share it. Share it. Comment. Rate it. Comment. Uh. Do all that stuff. Make sure you tell everybody what's up. Um, we got a new couple. We got another couple that we're going to do later on in the month. Yeah, for Black History Month. Black History Month. So be on the lookout. And remember to love, love on, on purpose. purpose. Peace. Bye.